2: everyone we have an announcement to make me and curly are dating
3: not each other though but other people
2: oh oh yeah no i no yeah yeah. i meant like other people not each other because if it was like each other then it would be like yeah no that would be so crazy
3: (laughs) yeah yeah so crazy
2: so do you still want to get that hot dog Mm. only if it's from costco oh yeah that's what i was thinking not sponsored
3: (laughs) get Get in here. here My name is Curly.
2: And I'm Maya.
3: And welcome to the The Super Super Secret Bestie Bestie Club podcast.
2: A super secret club where we talk about super secret things.
3: Yeah, like secrets that are super.
2: That's what it is.
3: In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendship, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Get
2: in, in here.
3: here! Wow, I think that is the first time in history that we have said it at the same time. At least it was the same time. It on was high. the same
2: time for me. Every single, every single time, every single the time, every single time has been the same time for me.
3: Every single the
2: time. <laughs> Fuck you, dude.
3: <laughs> every single
4: the time.
3: Well, Maya, here we are. Get. Again, my favorite time of the week. Another episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club.
2: Maya, how's your spirit today? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> I've what? been. We've been recording two episodes. I'm like, do I have a crunch on you now?
3: Oh my God. I already know.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> Who already know it. what? Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding.
3: Who doesn't? You
2: wouldn't even know if I liked you or not.
3: I know, it's true. <laughs> I did just make my dogs breakfast this morning. Like, you know, like, some days you have just have, like, a like the thing where you're like, damn, I'm doing, I'm, like, kind of like a, a catch. Made my dogs, like, a bomb-ass breakfast, and then I showered, and I put some, like, little, like, cologne in my beard, and I was like, yeah, I'm fucking doing it today. Anyways.
2: I love that. I love that for you. I woke up, I uh, had a vicious nightmare, as I always do every single night, and I silenced your call, because you called me at 8 in the morning, like you do every I single did day. 8 in
3: the morning, Yes
2: which is fine. Um, And then I was also like, wow, we are also a catch too.
3: Yeah, Because I ran
2: out of toilet paper and I was like, oh no, I ran out of toilet paper. And then I looked behind me and I had put an extra toilet paper roll. So I was like, wow, I'm so, anyway, my spirit's good. So we are talking about today um, some (sighs) dating updates as of now, as of, uh, do we want to say like what month it is? Yes.
3: April. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, April. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm newly single yet again, got into, was in a relationship, got out of it, got back in it. And then now I'm back in the dating pool and it's already so messy, messy, messy. Uh,
2: well, dating's going good for me. <laughs> oh my God.
3: So Maya and I've had like the weirdest experiences getting back into the dating game. What's going on with you, Maya? Tell us about what happened.
2: Okay. on an episode in the past, I feel like I got really upset. Um, Curly and I both got triggered when we talked about like the single thing about like being oh, yeah. when when you're a late bloomer or whatever. And he was saying how like, oh, you need to like, you know, go experience things and everything. I'm like, well, you can experience, you can learn a lot from being alone, whatever. True, however, comma, I'm actually dating and it it's, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> so yeah, I you learn just a have lot. to circle back on that. Uh, but it's like, I'm at this stage where nothing has really turned into an actual date or exchanging phone numbers because these guys are weird. So that's where I'm at right now, where I'm like, what the, f- what is going on? Like, and what about me says, oh, no, I don't want to give you my number. Or no, I don't want to ask you out when you're still hitting me up constantly.
3: I know. I wonder, if a lot of people have the same confusion. Like, what is it about me? Is it me? What's the issue? Is it these men? Is it people that we're dating? Is it the masculine? Like, what is it so that when you go out there and you're like, hey, I like you or you're showing up, there's like this weird
2: it's right now, know. the consensus from the homies is that dating guys right now is it's weird. Like they're confused, extra confusing. And I've been working on my patience and letting things come to me because I'm constantly like the person who will like throw it out there or like give my number or ask them out. Like when I feel it, like it's not even because I'm like, I just feel it and, and I want to contribute in that way. And That's just how I am. And I've heard from other guys that are like, no, you shouldn't do that. You should never do that. And I'm like, no, that's just, that's how it is. Because the alternative is they're not doing anything except for taking up my space, my DMs.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just hanging out with Julissa Prado, who's like uh, this amazing girl who owns like Rizzo's curls. And she was telling me how her mom in Mexico, when she wanted her dad, uh, she, got on stage and started singing this song to her dad. And the song was basically like, um, I don't know what song is, it but it's basically like, these are the women are not nothing compared to me. Like she's on stage. Period. And then the bond .com. that started. Yes. And it was a whole big thing. And I was like, do I have to get on a goddamn stage?
2: And I will. And I <laughs> because have. Because
3: I will. And <laughs> 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 confess my love to somebody to like, get it together. Oh my you God. You know how many love we have- songs what? We have to have her on to tell that story. It is it is so funny. She's, like, the best storyteller. Oh,
2: I love um, her. But wait,
3: you had, like, a situation.
2: I don't think they'll listen. I don't think they care about me like that. I think the does still. I can feel him. And I just messaged the today. We're talking a little bit. Whatever. Wow. Don't even, don't look at me like that. But, yeah, it, it's, like, a situation. I haven't dated an in a long time, we matched on Hinge, which I love Hinge. It has always worked for me. Um, I think it has great prompts and everything and things were going good. So he was sending me like five to seven like voice notes and they were all like two to five minutes long and asking me questions and doing all the things you're supposed to do. So it got me a little excited because I was like, oh my God, he's asking me questions, which is like the bare minimum, like the bottom of the barrel it's a slim pickings out here you know what i'm saying and so i felt comfortable enough a couple days later to give him my number and he made a whole big thing about how he doesn't want to exchange contact information until we meet so i'm thinking like okay then he's gonna ask me out and he just never does and then sends me a five minute voice note on like did you end up listening to it curly
3: I didn't. I was like five minutes. Uh, that's exactly. Five minutes. I'll never get back.
2: Like you can take up my time. Send like, and this was every all day long. He would send all these voice notes, and I really liked it. But then something was sketchy. And the consensus is that he's he's married. I I don't know if he is or not. But why wouldn't you mm. want to exchange phone numbers? know
3: i don't think it's that i to me listening to those messages i think that this person was dealing with a different level of anxiety that just we didn't know how to correspond with that i don't think he was married because he had photos of his face on there that's what
2: i'm saying too is that i'm totally patient and understanding of your comfortability and i told him that if you're comfortable and he's like i'm not comfortable i'm like Hot, love that, Boundary King, we love it. But it was in the way that he was explaining things that was like, Mm -hmm. he was like, well, if you're cool enough, I'll give you my number, ho, ho, ho. And I was very vulnerable in giving my number. And that made me feel shitty, like that you are like joking in that way. And there was, he just wanted to keep talking on the app through voice notes. He didn't really want me to see his face. So I don't know if he was deeply insecure or whatever it was, but it was so bizarre. My whole issue, and this is why I'm talking about it too, is that I don't believe you should talk a lot on the dating apps before you meet. I think have a couple conversations, get to meet them, because then if you talk to them a lot, like before you meet them, you're creating your own fantasy in your head instead of seeing what being attracted to what is actually in person like there. Because he was also, like, saying, oh, I'm very communicative and with conflict and all this stuff. And then when it came up, when it came down to it, he wasn't,
3: you yeah. know? And I, I saw that, too. Remember when he was saying all this? He was, like, "Listening." by the way, first of all, there is not a single person on this planet who would send me a 5 minute voice message not only that 5 I would but several actually listen to several. no there's no one unless it was my 3rd grade crush William Moran because i love him so much he could send me like a half hour like voice note and i would be like wow it's coming true me and william moran of course but no not a single person would do that but i remember being like i think i told you i was like mm, this feels a little when people by the way when you date and people tell you up front, like too many good, like Miss America pageant answers. That's what it felt like. I love communication. Oh man, I would never do that. That should be like, a, uh, think about like, that. Like let's think about get that into that, let's
2: meet, let's experience, yeah. let's have those encounters where we disagree on something, or, you know, I'm not, I'm expressing my needs and like, let's see how, let's action. Yeah. Like I don't give a shit, you can tell me anything. You can, anyone can learn this shit. So yeah. um, it was really bizarre, really weird. And I ended up finding that he was watching my stories, which was weird because, mm-hmm. like, you don't want to exchange contact numbers. And yet you're watching my shit. Like, yeah. absolutely not. So, like, blocked on everything. And, yeah, and that other <inaudible> though, it was just a little crushed with that little <inaudible> um, We're friends. I, I'm I'm comfortable being friends because we are, like, into like kind of the same things. I don't talk about these other things with anybody else besides this person. So it feels, it feels okay.
0: As an actor, a producer and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important. Like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Stay from is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave,
1: Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic, like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening Time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: I feel like for me, there's like such a disconnect when it comes to dating. And I'm not sure if this is just gay men. Honestly, like I always tell you, like the, my, my dream come true would be to date like a straight guy who's like, I'm not really gay, but I like you. And we could like build our life. I'd be like, wonderful. Cause gay men are so, they're like enigmas to me. Like I don't understand them. Like there was one really sweet guy, totally had his shit together. I was like, oh yeah, this is so dope. And he, every time we talk, he wants to f- And I'm like, mm. I don't want to f- Can you ask me about <laughs> like, what? Like do I don't want f- to and then, like, the the other, there's another one who, like, you know, what was the other one? There was one, I think I told you that I was like, hey, I would love to take you out to dinner. I'd love to hang out. You know, me being like, hey, can I take you out on a date? I'm very, like, old school chivalrous in that way. Like, I'm a dude. Like, let me pick you up. I'll pay for dinner. I'll take you out. And, you know, this guy was like, oh, I'm kind of seeing somebody right now. But, again, like, if you're down to f- I'm like, what the f- like what is the issue? Like no, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I want to f- get a f- lobster somewhere and dip it in some good uh, sauce and call it a day. And then maybe you know? I
2: can dip your lobster in something and call it a day. In
3: my sauce, by the in way, this my is sauce. really good. There's this really good restaurant when Julissa Prado does come on here. We'll ask her to like tell us there's a really good place that sells lobster chow mein. Um, But like we're on the dating apps, right? Like I'm on Tinder. I'm back on Tinder. Hinge, I think I'm shadow banned on Hinge because I'm, look, I'm not one to be expecting to get matches. I'm not like I should be getting matches, but I got zero matches on Hinge. I'm like, come on. Not even, not even any of the little, the little fuck trolls are interested in this. Oh, no not one the trolls not the trolls so not a single one and then on tinder um there's like a video option where you can talk to guys and i had a date last night and i kid you not we're like trying to figure out how to talk and the first thing i we it goes whoop, it pops up and i'm like how are you he's like i'm having a bad day i'm like bitch what the fuck can you at least shake it off for the next 5 minutes to be like like fake it fake the funk so I'm there talking to this guy and look, oh, you were gonna say that you think he wanted me to what?
2: I think he wanted you to like, console him or to- Wait, so, yeah.
3: so I tried because mm-hmm. therapist Curly, like that I actually love to do that. I was like, oh, fun, let's workshop this together. Like this will be a great opportunity to get to know each other. I can ask questions. I love to do that. It's not an issue for me at all. And I'm like, um, tell me about your day. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, bro. I've got like, he has an accent. He's like, no, nah, bro. I've got like other friends that I can like confide in and talk to. I'm like, well, then what the f- are we f- doing? Like, like what?
2: How do you feel the dating pool is right now?
3: I think that to be honest, the more that you work on yourself, whatever it is, physical, mental, spiritually, whatever, I think the dating pool becomes more and more slim and shallow because you're in there being like,
2: what? I know, just- I feel like I'm like, whoa, well, like with that, it's like, I was totally comfortable with being like, all right, I'm not, you know, I don't want to push you. We both had to feel, feel comfortable. And this is what I forgot to say. I asked like, what are your dating preferences? What pace do you like to go at? What yeah, what makes you feel comfortable? Um, you know, we don't have to do that. Like, but I would like to know re- the reasoning and like why. And he never explained that. And he was just like very vague about a lot of different things. And I'm just like, so you're saying that you are communicative and you're looking for like the real deal, but yet you're not willing to actually go there. You know, like you just want somebody to talk to. Yeah, um, and and I'm just like, what what do people want? What do you guys want? What do you want? Yeah,
3: I don't. I don't think people know what they want. And then I think that what people want actually changes every time. There's no really like set answer, you know. For so long, I was like, I just want a regular nerd. And then I dated a regular nerd, and I was like, I need some drama. Like, what's the?
2: I was like, after this other crush, I was like, you know what? I need communication and transparency. And I got that with this guy. I got a lot of communication, a mm-hmm. little bit of transparency, mm-hmm. but he also didn't have his shit together all the way. So I'm like, okay, now I want somebody who communication, transparency, and someone who has their shit together and someone who takes initiative. Like you kind of have to go back into your manifestation journal and I have to be like, well, I'm back here again. Um, I just wanna add a couple of things because I just had this experience. Like let's add yeah. like X, Y, and Z, you know, but it's just, the dating pool right now and i'm not really trying to be like this is what it is but these are the experiences that are kind of happening that i'm just yeah. like what is going
3: on i wonder too like you know i think that we both date men and i mean we do yeah we both date men predominantly i think that for me there's issues in communication i don't understand like what uh do i need to send them prompts what do we need to talk about like do we need to talk about do people understand that when you say, how are you? I'm well. How are you? you? Like, (laughs) is there an exchange of, like, let me tell you what's happening? Or just even, like, um, being able to be like, actually, today's a bit of a weird day, but I'm happy to be talking to you today. Mm. Like, what is, like, the way that people are going to communicate and all these things? The other thing, too, that I think is interesting is that You hear a lot about men getting um, intimidated by successful women, successful femmes, like people who are like kind of a little bit more powerful. And I'm not sure. Is that real, August? Do people get intimidated by that? Is that a thing? Not to put you on blast or anything.
5: No problem. Um, Well, I'm no expert on this, uh, but I've talked about it with friends and discovered that there is a term for it. It is called hypergamy. In English, I think it would be hypergamy. And I think the subject, it is uh, complex enough to have its own episode. But in short, it has to do with how we look for partners in our society. But in my opinion, it talks about how traditional men and women are. You know the traditional man is supposed to protect and provide. Um, therefore, he's supposed to be... Stronger and taller, and that is supposed to be his role in a relationship. And again, supposedly the role of a woman is to deal with the household affairs. Um, but I think it's because we are taught these ways since we were kids. Um, we now have certain preferences and. And men now uh, might feel intimidated dating a woman who is stronger, taller and earns like three times more money. That is why uh, they might feel intimidated dating a stronger, taller woman um, because it's like ingrained in their heads. Yeah.
4: Mm. They
5: have to be like, you know, stronger and like the like the alpha. Right.
2: And why is me being strong and tall like a pro- like a problem for them? Like why can't why can't they be strong and tall? Tall I get, but like why can't you be strong too? Like I'm super strong. Why is that? you know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, yeah. Actually cuz the August point I looked it up, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's hypergamy hypergamy. And it's like, is a term used in social science for the act or practice of a person marrying a spouse or of higher caste or social status than themselves? So that is really interesting to think about how does a man kind of play into those aspects as well.
2: I'm annoyed. I just, it just makes me annoyed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing too. I feel like that's what's kind of changing a little bit with me this time around, where I have... Whereas before, um, I would go out there being like, why don't they want me? How can I tone myself down for, um, the individual to like me? And by the way, one of the things that I, uh, when it comes to gay men, girl, this is a whole nother world out here. Like, it's like a whole, I basically have to be a blank canvas with eyeballs and a mouth, and gay men would still be like, too gay. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. too whatever, too damaged, too, Mm. like, something. So... I, my whole mindset right now is, I kind of took a page from your book, Maya. You know how one time you said, like, I'm never concerned what the Burgos think about me because y'all don't even like yourselves?
2: Yeah, true. So said and that, I still like, stand by that.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I've been thinking that about gay dudes lately. Like, when I go to bars or I go to clubs, I'm like, I'm not worried about what these gay fools think about me because y'all don't even like yourselves. You know, like, you guys are in your own little world and your own little shit. So my mindset has changed, I think.
2: Yeah, and with this topic of men kind of being intimidated or whatever, I'm like, okay, then I will find somebody who's not intimidated. I will find somebody who is at the same level of, as me, or maybe I want to marry up too, even though I'm the highest that you can ever get. Uh, I'm just kidding, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I'm yeah. I'm going to instead of staying in the mindset that like everybody is intimidated or like. Why does this always happen to me? I'm like, you know what? No, it's a habit. I'm not going to think that anymore. My new reality is that the people who I want to be interested in me are also interested in me and I am interested in them. And like we have a mutual interest and communication. And um, I get so overwhelmed about this topic cause it's like so triggering sometimes because it's frustrating. Yeah. It's like yeah. I-, I built myself up for myself like in, in my strength, in my mental clarity, in my career. And somehow that is like a, a a negative thing to men. You know what I'm saying? But to men who are not for me, like let them not be for me. I think that's what I've been thinking is like, okay, like this person yeah. doesn't like me, then let them not like me. I don't want anyone who doesn't like me. Like I don't have to convince anyone that yeah. I am whatever it is because I already feel that in myself. And I want them to have that same confidence in themselves absolutely you know that they they feel that but I think my mindset has changed before
3: yeah I think that what's been helping me is I'm doing my own internal work so that up when I go up against the face of somebody who is showing up on it on this tinder date and he's in a bad mood and I those voices of like am I cute am I not this am I not that like I don't feel them as much because I'm kind of like no, I know I'm good. And like, it doesn't matter.
2: You know, like if, if you think you're good, if you think you're cute, then that's all that matters.
3: Yeah, it's true. I mean, look, it really is just like, are you, do like do the work, do the mental work. I have a little meditation thing that I do every day now. I actually have a sponsor for my meditation that I check in with every day. And I go, I meditated today, you know, like get some support group in that way, like get some physical activity movement in there. Like do a little self-care, whatever that looks like to you for your mind and your body and your spirit. And I think that when you turn around and you look at yourself and you're like, holy shit, wait, I'm actually pretty cool. You can look up against somebody else who is making you question that or who's like making you feel like you're undeserving of that and go, no, I think that has more to do with you than it has to do with me.
2: Because that energy, when you truly feel confident in yourself and and accepting and empowered that transmit out into like the universe where it's like people can feel that confidence already and like I don't like toning yourself down or dimming your light it's like for what like I feel like I've always had to do that and then I think I got to a place like within the past couple of years where I'm like actually I don't I don't yeah Like, they can go find less, you know?
3: Absolutely.
0: As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone. It's Wilmer Valderrama. And we're reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor podcast network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared it's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her and that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz
1: Is it hard for you to understand English when people speak fast? I'm Connor from the Listening Time podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic, like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. What do you think would be your advice for
3: your past self in terms of dating? Like, what would you tell Maya in the past, what you know now?
2: I think exactly. Now
3: that you're thirty, flirty, and thriving. Hey, yeah, be
2: quiet! Be quiet. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Um, yes. I am thirty. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> um. Yeah. I would. I would say this. The same thing of like what people have told me always is like then they're not for you. They're not for you. The and somebody else had told me this too recently. Like the universe, God, whoever you believe in. Like, you will not miss your person. You won't. Like, you can't mess up meant to be. That's just it. Mm. And it also goes hand in hand with, like, the closer you are to being, like, homies with yourself and falling in love with yourself and, you know, being your true love to yourself. Like, the closer you will attract that same person who feels the same way about themselves You know, because I don't believe in, like, finding your other half. Like, I want a whole ass person because I am a whole person.
3: I think that for me, part of what I would tell myself is, number one, you're in L.A. L.A. is notorious for being a terrible place to date, right? Like, but that's all I know. I'm, like, born and raised literally in Hollywood in L.A. That's all I know. Number two, I would say our age group and the current environment of where we are now, we're up against a lot of different things which have never been seen before, you know, like dating apps. People aren't going out and hitting on each other anymore. Like, um, uh, people being influenced by the internet Uh, social media, like, it's a whole different game where people are already thinking that they can do better and they deserve better. And so they're like, oh, I'm not going to chill with this cool guy because I think that I can do better, right? So I think that there's a a lot of distractions that are affecting people who are alive today and people who are single. Like, number one, I promise you, write this on my gravestone. When you invest in yourself, however it is that you do that, you will always come out feeling okay and on top of when the, when shit hits the fan. Invest in yourself. So like when you go to these dating pools or you're on these things, when you invest in yourself, it doesn't hit as hard. It doesn't matter as much because you're already rocking with yourself in ways that you deserve to. Welcome to the Zodiac section.
2: so in this, this zodiac section we're going to be talking about our current zodiac crushes if we have any and which sign do we want to date next and like what are we here which sign are we cur- curious about
3: <laughs> you know what sign i haven't given up on and i'm dragging them hard this season as you know is
2: Tauruses. Okay, i'm here like
3: here uh, i'm like shocker Don't... i'm like I haven't lost faith on the Tauruses. I really believe is your, that they're.
2: What's your seventh house in? Is it in Taurus? Okay. Yeah, seventh and eighth house.
3: What does that mean? So what does that mean?
2: I gotta log in. Um, okay, let me see. One second, it's Curly. What? I have all of my friends and my family's chart in this. Like very okay. Let's see. Seventh and Unfort? Yep. Yeah. It is. I have. Yeah. No wonder. I know
3: it's Taurus. Taurus.
2: And Gemini.
3: By the way, and my descending is also in Taurus. My descending sign is Taurus. So it's like, yeah. I'm like bound to Taurus. Well, that's so why... I think that,
2: uh-huh. Go ahead, sorry.
3: That's why what were you going to
2: say? Mine is in Virgo.
3: Oh yeah, you're bound to us. Virgos are all emotional avoidance. And I think that's the way, unfortunately, to handle Virgos. And
2: I love to like... I love to love them. I love to make them feel loved. Like I mm-hmm. love, you know what I'm saying. Like I love and to be so like cariñoso with them. Like,
3: and we and we don't want it. We're like, Meow! let us do that for you. You do want then... it. You do want it. Let us do that for you, and then no, <laughs> Shanti, what are you again? You're a Libra. Leo, a Leo. That's right.
2: Leo. <laughs> I knew that.
3: <laughs> I knew it was something with an Lee. So you Leo Libra, yes. You
2: have um a crush on another Taurus right now?
3: Um I don't. I just have a I have a crush on the energy. Like I like how to I one thing I really do like about Tauruses is, is like the the alpha energy of like direction. No, this is what we're going to do. I love that cuz I feel like Virgos are like like we're a little air. I could go either or. I could go for a little tie or I could go for like a little Mexican and Tauruses are like, we're getting Mexican. And you're like, okay, let's go. Like, so I like you want
2: that. a healed Taurus next.
5: Yeah, healed. Exactly. healed. And is yeah. there
2: any other sign that you want to date next besides Taurus
5: Are oh, you curious about?
3: I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a Scorpio. What about you?
2: Mm, besides Virgos... There's something something in the water about Virgos that I'm just like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm done yet. <laughs> There's something <laughs> I, in the water with Virgos? I've been sipping on that water for a while now that I'm like, hmm. Then I'm like, what is this? It's, um, it's
3: bubble. It's bubble water.
2: And I love, I love sparkling water. I would like to try a fire sign next. I would like to try Leo or um, I would like to try because... In my family everyone's paired up with the fire sign everyone is a fire sign my parents are Yeah
3: I feel like fire signs like fire signs
2: Yeah my mom is a Sagittarius my dad's a Leo my brother's a Leo and his wife is an Aries so I'm like Yeah it's up to me to either follow the you know the lineage or to date outside of the fire signs and I think I would want to try a yeah. fire sign Yeah either like a Leo or a think Sagittarius you Okay, but I, feel I like would like
3: Earth signs would fuck with you a little bit. Don't date Earth signs. Okay, but here's like... the
2: thing: is I would like their rising to be Virgo, at, at okay. the very least, because Virgo and Pisces, like my rising's Pisces, like they're opposite and they go well together. Like that's that that's in my house of like the opposite or whatever. People yeah, who understand yeah. astrology will get it. But I need their other sign to be a little bit more like fun and squishy, and I feel like Sagittarius or Leo can maybe do that. But I heard Leos are, like, obsessed with themselves. Sorry. I mean, Is that true?
3: Yeah, me too. I could say to Leo.
2: Shut up. No one's talking to you.
3: I wear the Leo head on my neck every day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Interesting. Because I
3: slice their heads off when I'm finished oh. with them. Anyways.
2: Anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about is Leos, um, Gemini's, and Libra's, you know, something about the air is just... Uh, and I've, I think I'm done with the... Uh, This last I was like, man, it it reminded me of my first love. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, this is good. It's like a healed version. I was like, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you're 35? Anyway.
3: I think I should date another Virgo with another Scorpio placement because I think that they would be and some fire in there. And
2: to learn what it's like to be around you. I think that would be great. Well, that concludes our Zodiac section. Well, curls, you know... Dating is dating is dating, you know? I think the biggest thing we can do is just continue to work on ourselves and to be patient and to know that our person is on its way. They're on their way. They're just like, they're just uh, at a rest stop right now, resting before they get here.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think that if you're dating out there, just know that you're not alone. Um, There are people, all walks of life who are looking for the perfect person. Sometimes you're in a couple, sometimes you're not. It doesn't make you less than. It doesn't mean that you're missing out on anything. But if I can tell you two things for certain, you are lovable. You are deserving of a relationship, you know. Um, And the other thing is, is that once you get in the relationship, they're not always...
2: Is hard. Fun, hard. Yeah. Yes. It's difficult. Coming from
3: somebody who's had several, they're not always fun. So enjoy whatever level you're at, what stage you're in. And at the end of the day, the best relationship is your self-relationship.
2: Oh, Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club podcast. Curly, how can they find you on social media?
3: You can find me on social media at The Curly V Show. And that's V as the very best relationship that you can have and is with,
2: yourself.
3: with your kahuna. Oh. Maya, where can people find you on social media?
2: You can find me and my kahuna at Maya in the moment. M A Y A in the Moment anywhere you, on social media. Um, I
3: thought I thought you were going to say you can find me and my kahuna
2: and my clamps. <laughs> on social media (laughs) hey we don't talk about my clams that often okay (laughs) Um, make sure to hit us up on social media to let us know what you want to hear on the next episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club podcast we love you so much make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network.
3: For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
4: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz,
1: I'm Connor from the Listening Time podcast, and my goal is to help you understand English better. That's why I created Listening Time, a podcast designed to help English learners improve their listening naturally. In each episode, I talk slowly and clearly about a different topic, like travel or U.S. culture, and I give you the transcript that shows every word that I say. Listening time is the perfect tool to help you understand English better. The Listening Time podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season
5: 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.